Okay, so we are going to start from the beginning of the season. I don't know what the beef was between Meredith and Lisa, but apparently there was some sort of beef and they went on a walk and they were able to work it out. And then Heather Gay, she was brought up a Mormon and then she decided not to be a Mormon and then she wrote a book called Bad Mormon and it's a New York Times bestseller and she's feeling a certain way with Lisa because she feels like Lisa's being a fake ass Mormon um, and she's saying like you know what kind of Mormon like wear strapless dresses and drink tequila and all this other stuff I, I get what Heather's saying because that's kind of like you know that's kind of like being a holiday Catholic like I consider myself a holiday Catholic I did all the sacraments but like I did all the sacraments but at the same time it's like you know, you know, you have those Catholics that like they believe in going to confession on Saturday and being cleansed of their sins and Sunday is like a whole new week, right? Or some something like that. So I, I get what Heather was saying. She took her faith very seriously until she didn't. And she wrote a book about it. Lisa, whatever her whatever her um whatever her definition of a Mormon is, she's sticking to it. And then her son, her son is going on his mission to Colombia. And I mean, it's in South America. That region is very volatile. It's very, um, because of the politics over there, it's a lot of like that whole area, Venezuela, El Salvador, all, like that, that whole entire region. Um, I think Colombia is probably not as bad as like some of the other areas but it's still like very dangerous especially if you are a white boy with a very privileged background um so i don't know how that's going to go for jack but he decided to um he wanted to take being a mormon seriously and he decided to do his mission and it's going to be two years in Colombia. lisa had a party for him and you know obviously heather wasn't invited and lisa lisa did explain to heather that you know you are going through your own experience with the mormon church and it's not necessarily my experience or jack's experience so like you're feeling a certain way and i didn't want to bring you into our celebration with jack because obviously you know jack is feeling a different experience than what you had and they were able to talk it out and I, I think Heather also was able to see it from Lisa's perspective because they made up and then she even asked Lisa to like, you know, do some rap introduction, which was like so weird ass. Like whenever I see a white person, and I'm talking about white, I'm, I'm talking about like white ass white. When I ever see a white person rap, it reminds me of Vanilla Ice with Ice Ice Baby. Like, no, no. <laughs> like, so it, it was, I, I don't know. So that was what Lisa was doing. She was doing like some intro to Heather's, um, I guess Heather was having like some sort of promotion for her book. And she was doing something like that at like a community center or something. And she wanted Lisa to introduce her. So Lisa introduced her and their friendship seems to have healed and seems to have mended. And, you know, um, so one of my listeners had asked me this question. They, they had said something like, you know, I noticed that like in Salt Lake City, like 
I forgot what the question was, but basically the question was like they wanted to know if like Salt Lake City was actually the the area, like the actual location of Salt Lake City, if they were not as like well off economically compared to the other states. I wouldn't say that they weren't as well off economically. I mean, like compared to New York City, of course not. Like compared to Beverly Hills, of course not. But um, the question was, she she has said that because she said, oh, I noticed that like, you know, they film like them going to McDonald's, they film like Wendy's and all this other stuff. Okay, so I, I just wanted to clarify that a little bit. So what they're actually doing is they are promoting um, Wendy's and McDonald's. So whenever you see, you're, you're not going to see this on Housewives, but you are going to see like you you see it on salt lake city you don't see it on the other franchises because the other franchises they are not being sponsored by mcdonald's or wendy's but salt lake city is so um if you ever watch a movie and you see somebody in the movie drinking a can of sunkiss and you know that is like a way of promoting the brand right like um and here's a perfect example if you ever watch some of the franchises, they will have the logo blurred out. Like, you know, if they have a Nike cap on or if they have Adidas shoes or whatever, they blur out the logos, okay? So it's like a way of um, advertising. It's, it's advertising without having to pay for a commercial, basically. So, you know, you could do the traditional route of just having a commercial or you could do something like that where, you know, you have like your logo or your brand or your product being on display either either one is a great marketing um a great marketing gimmick so anyway so mcdonald's was the sponsor for um mcdonald's was the sponsor for salt lake city um and then now currently wendy's is the sponsor so with the other franchises i am not sure why you, you, i'm not sure why they don't sponsored them i think because like the other ones are just like so messy they're really messy especially in new jersey they're just so toxic it, like, they're just so toxic over there in new jersey it's like they are like wannabe mob wives over there in new jersey but um but with salt lake city um you know it is like that very small knit community and also something like wendy's wendy's the founder of wendy's uh, this guy, Dave Tom Thompson, Thomas Thompson, is it Thomas? Anyway, his first name is Dave. He opened up a local burger joint and then it grew into a national chain, but that was how Wendy's came about. So it's, I believe he might have been a Mormon. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look that up, but Dave was a religious man you know he kept the faith and all that other stuff so it's like it would make sense for you know a franchise like salt lake city to have mcdonald's uh sponsor them or promote them or whatever the hell so that is why you see it on salt lake city and you don't see it on the other franchises um and i i believe even at BravoCon they had like a wendy's uh step and repeat right they had a wendy's banner like a, a step and repeat at BravoCon. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm pretty sure because I, I'm pretty sure I remember my friend telling me that uh, Wendy's is like one of their sponsors or one of their uh, one of their brand um, one of their national brands or some crap. Anyway, 
one of the national brands that are advertising with the network is what I mean. So anyway, so that is why. Okay, so um, Monica Garcia, this is her first season. She is brought on as like somebody that Angie knows, although I don't really think Angie even knows her like that. But you know how these like freaking housewives get bought on they get bought on as like a friend of someone and it's really just production saying hey go have lunch or dinner with this person and introduce them to the rest of the fucking cast or whatever so angie was on last season as a friend of she was bought on full time and then monica was introduced to everyone through angie and supposedly it's because angie and monica has spoken a few times or interacted a few times because of, because of jen shaw um and then we're introduced to her when she is actually having a lunch with angie and lisa so they start off okay um and then we we get to know Monica. Monica, she comes off. She look. Monica did the best thing that you could do when you come onto a reality show. She spilled her freaking secrets. Whatever skeleton she has in the closet, she let it out. Except for one. We're going to get into that. But uh, she did the right thing, right? Because the worst thing that you could do is to have somebody hold something over you. You know, like if if there was ever something that. If I was ever to go on to a reality show, I would never, but if I was to go on to a reality show and I had any skeletons in my closet, which we all do, I would definitely just air that shit like Monica did because she did the right thing now. Like nobody could try to shame her with it. Nobody could try to use it against her. And nobody could like expose her, right? Because she exposed herself. So it's like, you know, that that is the thing. Like other people can't like, catch you at like an aha moment if you are the one that is bringing it out so she says like look i cheated on my husband with my brother-in-law for 18 months uh she talked about being on welfare she talks about her house being in foreclosure she talks about how she had a really shitty childhood um her mom like left her with a couple in pennsylvania when she was 12 years old she talks about like the freaking dysfunctional toxic relationship she has with her mom all this stuff so she just really puts it out there and um i really liked her when i started watching the first couple of episodes i really liked her because of her honesty and also i really liked her when she was sitting with her mom and they were making her baby blankets that she was trying to sell or whatever and she said i feel like i don't belong with these women because and she says you know i went to the store i think she bought a louis bag was it a louis bag or was it something else i don't remember but she said you know she went to the mall or something and she bought a louis bag because she wanted to have something nice and she felt like she needed to have something nice because the other women they all have like you know designer this designer dad and so she, she like when she said that like that scene felt so authentic and so real and so sincere and also um when she was telling like when she was getting into it with lisa saying that like you know here you are going off about your sixty thousand dollar ring and she's like you know all this other stuff and uh, like it seemed like she was real but then like looking back at it i could understand what jeff lewis was saying when he says you know i watch the housewives because they're aspirational there's a certain lifestyle that they have that i enjoy watching and 
what the hell is Monica doing? She's living in that small little house with all those kids. And like, it just makes me depressed watching her. And so I like, after watching the season, like I do understand what Jeff Lewis is saying. I, I still think Jeff Lewis is a shady bitch though, but <laughs> he's a shady bitch, but I see what he's saying. I see his point of view, his perspective. So look, and that's the good thing about me because I feel like I am not invested. Like how some, like some content creators, they are like stands, not fans, like stands where it's kind of like a little bit creepy because it's like you, you go so hard for these reality stars or it's it's kind of like it's it's kind of like stalker vibes right like you you are like so in love with these reality stars that sometimes like you are blind to everything it's like it's like i okay so like for new jersey for example there are a lot of people that love the gorgas and hate Teresa. Or there's a lot of people that love Teresa and hate the Gorgas. And so, like, I could never understand for people who love the Gorgas. Like, um, God, what the hell is her name? Christy Balls? Like, Crusty Ball? I, I don't know. Lindsay calls her Crusty Balls. But anyway, so I, like, you know, like, um, a couple of days ago, because I never, like, followed this woman but like a couple of days ago i went on to like try to see like what the hell like this woman is even about and so like i try to find her on tiktok i think i have the right account i don't i'm pretty sure i have the right account um she she looks like another woman so i don't i don't know if it's like i don't know if it's like the same woman or if like they're just using different filters or what the hell but like I sort of got some of these content creators, they look exactly alike, but whatever. Um, so I, I'm pretty confident that I had the right account. But um, when I was on her TikTok page, it was like full of like crazy shit that was like really bashing Teresa. And like, you know, some people had even called her out like, oh, like, you know, your, your whole entire account is dedicated to hating Teresa. And she's like, oh, well, you know, okay, if that's what you think, but not really. And like, I, I think in her mind that she actually legit doesn't see that, like, she's being so hateful. And it's like, but she doesn't know Teresa, right? And like, even if she does know the Gorgas, it's like, they're not your friends like that. You know, maybe you have a large following and, and they want to use you to put their narrative out, but they don't consider you a friend like that. Like you're not being invited to Thanksgiving is what I'm trying to say. So it's just crazy that like some of these content creators, they're so like tunnel vision or like they, they actually think like if, if a reality star or whatever, if they, take a picture or if they leave a comment they're like they're like so fangirled over them that they actually think like oh this is my friend or like I, like no like Teresa's not your friend Melissa Gorga's not your friend Joe Gorga is not your friend like you know m maybe there are some content creators that they are friendly with because they have a large following and they want them to like put out info that is favorable to them but that's not that's not like an actual friendship, you know? And, and it's like, but I see it like also from Teresa fans, you know, like Teresa fans, like they go hard after the Gorgas, just like the Gorga fans go hard after Teresa. And it's like, 
it, it it's like it's crazy because like sometimes when I I see some of the stuff that's posted, I'm like, okay, I know this is one hundred percent bullshit. You know, like um some of the stuff that Krusty Balls was putting up. I is her name Krusty Balls, or or, or is it Christy? It's Chrissy, right? But anyway, um. And I, I think I have the right person, but there is another woman that looks like her and they both have like that short hair, like that short pixie cut. So I don't know if that's like her sister or if that's just her using like a different filter or what the hell it is. But anyway, um, so like they're both like both of these women, they both have um, accounts where it's like very favorable to the Gorgas, but it's like they don't even post about the Gorgas. They just post all the time about Teresa and like very negatively about Teresa and some of the things that they post like I know 100% is bullshit don't ask me how I know I just know so <laughs> I know it's bullshit and it's just like but but so many of their followers believe it right so it's kind of like you know they just they have this like weird I mean I, I don't even know if the word obsession is correct but it's like these people don't do anything for you. Like why? Like why do you feel so passionately about it? Like it, it makes no sense. Um, but then on the flip side, I see the same thing with Teresa fans. I see Teresa fans sometimes make up complete bullshit like that. That I also know is like not true. So it's like I feel like the best content creators are like um, like I love Kempire. I really love Kempire because I feel like Kempire is very neutral. Kempire does not get fangirl. He does not get fangirl by this person or that person. He has a large following and is, he's not the type that is going to be like, oh, well, Petra Parks answered one of my comments or like Teresa liked one of my comments or I got a picture with, you know, Kenya Moore so now I'm just going to post favorably about her like he I feel like like if I was to aspire to be a content creator Kempire would be like the content creator that I aspire to be but anyway I'm getting off topic so um it was just if I understood what Jeff Lewis was saying about Monica I really so but I at the same time, I also really liked that she was authentic, but then she kind of like went a little cray cray. And um, some of the like some of the episodes leading up to the current episode, I definitely flip flopped on her. And uh, now I'm just like team Angie. So if I was to say I, like if I was to have a favorite Salt Lake City cast member or, or housewife, my favorite um, Salt Lake City housewife would be Angie. I really love Angie. I love that she's not a Mormon. I love that she's Greek. I love that she's very ethnically Greek. Um, I love that whole Greek Easter dinner that they had. I think she's a very generous person. I also think she is like very genuine. Okay, so I don't know what the beef is between Angie and Meredith, but like, um, they went to Palm Springs and Whitney had invited Angie as her plus one. That kind of got on Meredith nerves. I don't know why Meredith didn't want Angie there. Like I said, guys, I didn't watch the previous season. So if if they have beef with each other, I don't know about it. Um, but anyway, whatever reason, Meredith didn't want Angie there. And Meredith kept on saying, you may leave now. 
By the way, anybody else notice that Meredith looks like Priscilla Presley? Not the young Priscilla Presley, but how Priscilla Presley looks now. I kind of feel like Meredith looks like her. But anyway, um, so she was saying that, like, you can leave. Now, I think Angie handled that perfectly. Angie was like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. And then Meredith was, like, drunk or something because she was, like, going up to, like, the waiter, the busboy, the fucking water boy. I don't even know. And saying, I want that woman to leave. Like, no. If you're going to go to a restaurant and make a scene to have somebody leave, you don't go to a freaking waiter. You go up to, like, the freaking restaurant manager or if you can't find the ma restaurant manager or if you don't know who the restaurant manager is you go up to the hostess and you ask the hostess to go find the freaking restaurant manager you don't go up to like the bus boy or was he a bus boy or was he like a freaking waiter i don't even know but like she was definitely drunk um and then i didn't really understand like why lisa was having like a meltdown over like her glam squad or some shit i mean she didn't want to do she didn't want to do her own makeup she has somebody who like she has on a payroll that does her makeup i mean i guess i could understand it i don't know if it was because like she had already paid for her to fly out so she didn't want to like waste that money but i'm not sure if it was because of that or just because she didn't want to look bad I mean, whatever. I mean, like, here I am doing this video and I got, like, freaking pimple patches on my chin. So, I, like, I, that, there's that disconnect from this Lisa and that Lisa. But, um, yeah, so I don't know what the hell was going on with Lisa and her whole meltdown with her glam squad and whatever. Um, Palm Spring was weird. I kind of felt like, you know, they didn't really, um, so the... The owner um, is somebody who does like drag and, you know, I felt like they weren't appreciative of him, her. I, I don't know what his pronouns or her pronouns are. So I'm just, uh, whoever the owner was, um, it's a Trixie. I think I think the name was Trixie, right? But it, it was very pink. It looked very Barbie. Like the whole thing looked like Barbie Malibu beach house or something. But um yeah i thought that was like really rude because it was like i don't know this group is just like freaking wet wet sand or something like like wet sand in your shoe like they were like they didn't want to do the drag they didn't like they were freaking being like rude and nasty and then i don't even know why like so this mary person who's supposed to be like very controversial they bought her back as a friend of but like to me she's like a freaking paperweight like what are you doing mary like i don't want to see you sitting on a bus going to get mcdonald's i know mcdonald's is like you know one of, one of your sponsors but i really did not need to see that freaking van ride you could have like eat mcdonald's and like some other scenes and and they would have been happy it would have been okay you know like you could have gotten a happy meal at, at like at a different scene so I, I was just it was really weird i don't even know why she came on see mary's a narcissist mary is a narcissist i could tell she's a narcissist because like she doesn't want to participate but she's being brought back as a friend of friends of do not i know that mary is not getting paid like she's not she's not making bank you know like her scenes her scenes is very minimal and for her to come back right i would think that like 
Is she hurting for money? I don't think she's hurting for money. So why would she come back as a friend of where you're not getting a full-time contract and you're getting this friend of contract and depending on you know your individual contracts some friends of don't even get paid like they legit don't even get paid like their compensation is just you're getting filmed and you get like whatever you know privileges comes with being filmed with seeing your face on tv so not every friend of actually gets a paying contract but I mean, I don't think she's hurting for money, so I'm not even sure why she agreed to come back on unless it is because she's a narcissist. She wants to see her face on TV. Like she's not even she's not doing anything to like earn a paycheck. I mean, every single scene she's in, she's like, Don't talk to me, I'm leaving. And you know, like she made fun of Monica for like always eating, but I noticed that like Mary is the one that makes sure that she always leaves with a bag of food. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Is she paying for those food? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but she always makes sure to leave with a bag of food. And then look, the whole falling out with um, Monica and Lisa is because Lisa lost her ring, $60,000 ring at like an airport bathroom. People are saying that Monica stole it. I don't know if she stole it or not. I wasn't in the freaking bathroom stall with them. So who the fuck knows? But that is what's going on. And then the whole thing was that, like, you know, Lisa kept on going on about the $60,000 ring that she lost. And then Monica was getting annoyed with this, saying that she was out of touch with working class Americans because most people don't have a $60,000 ring. And then, like, you know, Monica felt a certain way. And then Lisa felt a certain way. And, and that's really, like, where I think their falling apart happened or their falling out happened because after that that was like when um supposedly Meredith knew rumors about Sean which is Angie's husband and even though like even though Meredith said that you know she heard rumors she never actually said what the rumors were Monica was the one that like brought the rumors out so she was really the one that was spreading the rumors and the rumors was that Sean was gay and that he had like all these boy toys around Salt Lake City who was like bragging about having sex with Sean I personally don't think Sean is gay I say this as a New York City girl with a gay best friend you are not a legit New York City girl unless you have a gay best friend and I do have a gay best friend shout out to Hector if you're watching this video love you so my best friend Hector he is gay and I am a legit New York City gal so I have a gay best friend and my gaydar was not going up with Sean um I did a podcast episode with Amber from Canada she her username handle on Instagram is Bambi um, and that's also the one that she has on Twitter is Bambi also it's like it's Bambi underscore 4L83 on Instagram she has a, a, a quite um, a large following she has like a few thousand followers and we recently did an episode and um, she said that she thinks Sean is gay I said I didn't think Sean was gay I mean just because and I think that just I think him just being a hairdresser or a hairstylist that that automatically like people 
think like, oh my God, he must be gay or he must be bi or he must be whatever because it's like you usually don't see a lot of men hairstylists. You see barbers, but he's not saying he's a barber. He's saying he's a hairstylist, which means that he's probably giving women perms and, and, and coloring their hair and all this other stuff. I mean, did you see their poodle? So, <laughs> but despite all of that, I'm going to say that Sean is not gay. My gaydar is not going off for Sean. So I think though, like I actually understand like, you know, them kind of falling out with each other. A lot of couples go through it. I mean, there are there are times that I go through it with my husband. Like, you know, I always complain about the kids always being with us, but like on those few occasions where I, like the kids aren't with us, it's like, I would just like sit there staring at my husband, like what the fuck am I supposed to talk to you about? And it's like 20 minutes of like saying, how's the weather? <laughs> so I totally understand what is going on with Angie and with Sean. I don't think he's gay. Um, there is like some crazy shit going on with Monica and Linda, her mom though, like apparently Linda had her really young when she was like 19 years old. And then Linda's mom, she didn't want her cause she wanted a boy. She never wanted a girl. So there's that toxic relationship there. And there's that generational trauma that get, gets carried on from generation to generation. And Monica has four daughters, but her oldest daughter daughters daughters <laughs> her oldest daughter is from a different marriage and in this episode she actually says that you know she had her daughter when she was young and then one day her husband he went somewhere he went to work or something and she found her uh her little girl playing with a bag of oxy and she said that as soon as she saw that she got her daughter and she left and she never went back she was basically saying that her um her ex-husband was a drug dealer i mean and you know of course there's all that built up drama about heather finding out that monica is actually the monica that her company is suing for like non-payment or like for for like i guess um some beauty plan regimen that she was going to do i think it's only like two thousand dollars and then Monica's countersuing Heather's company and you know it's like it's just crazy shit so um Heather didn't even know that it was this Monica because she used a different name so I'm guessing that like when she went on to the show people knew her as Monica Garcia and when she signed up for the service she was going by her married name which is Monica Fower so that's why Heather was not aware that this was the same Monica that her company, her business, her beauty salon was um, suing for like non-payment and whatever. And then it's just crazy. It's just crazy that like Monica would film with these ladies, would film with Heather, would have like these one-on-one -on -one scenes with Heather knowing because even, even though Heather didn't know, Monica definitely knew. Monica definitely knew. So it was like... How could you be so sneaky like that? Like, that's just, ew, that's like so fucking grimy. That's like some grimy shit. Like, that's, that's just so grimy. <laughs> that's just like so grimy. That's grimy even for like housewives. I don't know. Maybe Monica belongs on the cast of 
New Jersey. I would love to see like a crossover, right? Because sometimes I really want like some of the ladies from Atlanta to like, like, like I, I think it would be like so great if, if, if there was like a crossover. Like I think Monica and Nini, like they need to like get get into New Jersey and like handle some business over there because I think New Jersey is a little bit like buck wild they I sometimes I feel like New Jersey has no home training so I, I feel like I need I need somebody like Nini to like be up in the grill <laughs> like I, I I need Nini to be like all up in Market Joseph's grill or something but whatever um and yeah there's been like rumors about Nini possibly coming back to Atlanta. I mean, like we've seen other people get canceled because of the whole Black Lives Matters thing. And now all of a sudden, Bravo, which is really NBC, they're bringing them back. They're having their own shows. They're doing all this stuff. So there's always room for forgiveness, right? And that's what Andy Cohen says. There's always room in his heart for Nini. So is this the open door to inviting Nini back because currently she was persona non grata but now it seems like you know there is an invitation for her to be at the family barbecue so I don't know we'll see and that's really uh, that's really it we are basically all caught up with the season and Monica and Heather had went out to drinks and they were planning a girl's trip and Monica says they really uh, that she really wants to go to Bermuda that she has family in Bermuda and she used to go there all the time because her grandmother uh, is from Bermuda it has a very large Portuguese population there she still has family there and so uh, Heather thought it was a great idea Heather hosted some sort of luncheon like some pioneer freaking Little House on the Prairie crap <laughs> luncheon and um, everything seemed to be going okay. And, you know, they had like cute little activities that they did. And then they played a game where it was like, you know, the wagon is like full and you need to throw somebody off the wagon. And Heather asked Lisa, who are you throwing off? And of course, Lisa says Monica. And then Monica and, and Lisa start fighting. But like, here's something that Monica does that I find really annoying and I don't like it. She mimics, right? So she like, look, when you mimic, that's something you do as like a child. Yeah, I, like I feel like once you're once you're at high school or once you're out of high school mimicking it makes you look so immature like when i see adults and monica's 40 years old 40 or 41 i think 40. monica is 40 years old when i see a 40 year old woman mimic a mimic is like when they go like like when lisa says something like when lisa's like stop talking to me Monica goes, stop talking to me. Like, that is what a child does. That That is what a child does. And it drives me crazy when I see an adult do that. Because it's like when you see an adult do that, you know instantly that there is an arrested development. There is like a stunt in their mental maturity, their emotional maturity. Like, they are not able to... Like they, they are perpetually stuck, whether it's because of childhood trauma or whatever, they are perpetually stuck in a stage of adolescence because 
a 40 year old woman should not be doing something like that and so when you see an adult whether it's a man or a woman when you see somebody mimic it's very strange to me because when i see somebody and and i you'd be surprised i've actually seen it a lot and when i see it like like when i see someone acting like that i instantly know like okay this is not a person that i could continue having a conversation with like like you know what they say like you know a wise man knows not to argue with a fool right because there's like no way of winning an argument with a fool so it, it's it is like kind of like that when you see someone act like that it's kind of like you instantly know okay this person is a fool so that was like something i noticed about monica right away and look she has a very traumatic childhood so i am not surprised that she does have like a stunt emotional mental growth that you know this this is something that she does and and when you have people do that as adults they probably had it done to them a lot because um it, it's just like it, it it's it's very weird but again like you see it a lot like i'm i i wouldn't say you see it a lot but you see it in people who had traumatizing childhoods you see it also in saw like in roni um you know Bryn she had a traumatic childhood also but Bryn had like a support network she had her siblings and then she had Mimi her grandmother so even though Bryn also had a very traumatic childhood she also had a support network I don't think Sa had a support network which is why you know even though Bryn and Sa had similar childhood I feel like Bryn is more mature and she's able to like handle herself better whereas saw like you you i've also seen like in a few scenes in roni where saw also does that where she mimics people and she's like ah, like I, that's like it's it's so weird when i see it and i don't mean mimic like where you're just like repeating somebody like because we all do that you know we all do that occasionally i mean mimic like actually what monica and what saw does like you know when even in this episode she she and she does that all the time it's so annoying like it, because it really is like you are so immature like you are a adolescent you are like a juvenile delinquent and in this episode uh when they were at that pioneer lunch or whatever the fuck it was um and and she was saying that like you know, well, I empower women, and you know, so I would throw Monica off, and Monica goes, I empower women, so I would throw, like, but it was just so, like, I, I can't even describe it, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, but I can't find the words to it, um, but she is TV gold, she's messy, and look, I mean, she's so great that they decided to drop the Jen Shaw angle, they brought her on because that was the storyline that they were going to use for this season. And she's just, she's just such great TV that they don't even need the Jen Shaw storyline, which is also why Mary doesn't really fit in, Mary Cosby. But anyway, I, I don't think Mary's coming back. I can't see her coming back. I mean, like, you know, I was surprised they invited her to the fucking reunion. <laughs> anyway but um I, I mean i can't imagine what the hell she's going to be doing at the reunion she's probably going to tell 
Andy Cohen, don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. Don't talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's about it. I think that's about it. I'm getting tired. Um, I'm hoping my caffeine wears off soon. I don't know if it will. 